0: Hey everybody, it's your girl, your sis, your host, Cheryl Shoemake, and this is the Stepmom Sanity Podcast. The mic is hot, so let's get started. Hey there, Stepmom Sanity family. Thank you so much for joining us this week. If you were with us last week, you know that we aired part one of our Holiday Wholeness for the Stepmom Soul Roundtable. The conversation was so good, we did not want to edit out any part of it. So rather than fatigue you, we thought let's break the conversation up into two parts so that you could hear the conversation in its entirety. This week, we are gonna air part two of that conversation. But before we do that, we have a couple of announcements that we need to make. So we'll be back right after this. Hi, everybody, this is Cheryl, and I wanted to take a moment to invite you to visit us at StepMomSanity.com. Become a member and enjoy discounts on our merchandise, our retreats and conferences, our books, and so much more. Also, as a member, you'll get exclusive access to our quarterly We're Better Together virtual gatherings, our webinars by experts in every area from estate planning to fun vacations with your family. You'll also get access to free downloads, our prayer gatherings, and so much more. Membership is free, but it's not cheap. What you waiting for? Join us on the journey. Great. Well, welcome back to the Stepmom Sanity podcast. We are chatting with Angie, Summer, Jennifer, and Ernestine. We just lost her. But she is coming back in right now. So she will be rejoining the conversation as well. Um, And we have been chit-chatting about holiday wholeness for the stepmom. So Ernestine, welcome back. We're so glad that you're here. We just came back to our second part. So this is right on time. So earlier today, ladies, I um, was editing the weekly email that goes out. And I talked a little bit about this weariness. That I'm feeling uh, around, um, you know, just the whole COVID issue, and and that it, it's a little difficult because I really do miss people and I miss our kids. And I um, referenced uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight and twenty through twenty nine, and I love, you know, I referenced it in the NIV, but then I said, let me go read um, the message translation, and I just love the paraphrase, and I just kind of want to read that for you. Um, The paraphrase of Matthew 11, 28, 29 in the message is, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. This is Jesus speaking. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm-hmm. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep mm-hmm. company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that, that that hit me mm-hmm. so very hard today in just the right place that I needed, uh, that there is, I don't have to look to myself as a resource, that mm-hmm. I, we have a source of life and a source of release and relief Mm -hmm. it that we can turn to at any time and he shows us how to find rest he gives us rest for our soul so i want to find out from each of you what are you doing how are you finding rest for your soul in in this season what what's going on in your life how is the lord um tapping on your heart and drawing you to himself in this season and then we'll get to the second question in a moment, but I wanna hear from you all on that.
1: Well, I know for me, how I'm finding rest is, how I I really do find rest all the time is through worship songs. I just really um, embed myself into worship and and singing, but uh, also with this uh, COVID-19, exercising <laughs> it just brings i don't know the endorphins that's released it, it helps me and so it brings me to a place where i can just really pray and worship and you know exercise at the same time and so i find myself really uh uh listening to even more worship songs worship music exercising uh concentrating getting my mind just settled and that really has been helping me throughout this time
0: yeah yeah i could definitely understand that anything else ladies anyone
2: else want to jump in i do because i think there's been um you know with with it being so much of in-home stuff and you know you're around your family and you're around the kiddos and there's not a lot of interaction like we were talking about before. We just crave that. God really has continued to lay 1 Peter 5, 2 through 5 on my heart, and I, I want to read some of it because I think it really puts into perspective who we are and who we're called to shepherd, and it just says, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must which I think we all feel right now, right? We must take care Mm -hmm. of all of these kiddos in our house because we have to, like, where else are they going to go? But because we are willing and, and I, you know, am I willing, am I willing, am I doing this as God wants, it says, as God wants you to do, not pursuing dishonest gain. So not looking for reward here on this earth, um, not pursuing or not, uh, but eager to serve. So not not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Like, am I considering what I'm doing each and every day serving? And am I eager to do that? The answer to that is usually no. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, And and then it goes on in verse three to say, not lording over those that are entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. So as a stepmom, this speaks to me in so many ways because I have been trusted with this flock Like he has entrusted me with this flock that is under my care. And am I choosing to Lord over them or lead them by example? And then at the very end, it says, and when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of glory that will never fade away. Mm -hmm. So if I am solely focused on the rewards I'm going to get here on earth, right? I'm going to be, I'm going to be so sad all the time because it's not going to meet my need. But if I can focus on who I work for, which is the chief shepherd, yeah. And that at the end of my days, I'll recine, receive a, cr- a crown of glory that will never fade. Yeah. So long as I shepherd this block where that he has chosen, right? So like he chose these step kiddos to be under my care. He chose um, whoever friend he throws at me that day. He chose them to be shepherded by me. And am I taking that job seriously and leading them and not lording over them? Um, and so for me, you know, during all this madness and craziness and times that I wish would go away but just aren't right now, um, I can choose to look at this flock and be resentful or annoyed, um, which some days I very much am, or I can choose to honor God and lead them and, um, and not pursue dishonest gain, not want the desires of my heart. Because I'm giving, I should get this. That's not, that's not in the godly way. Um, and so that that verse has just helped me through some of these times. First of all, recognize who I work for. Right. And then on an, on the daily, keep my heart pure in that and show up and and not lord over those that he has given me to take care of. Um, and I just find, I don't know, comfort in that, like that. You know what? I may not see the fruits of my labor today. I may not see them in 10 years, but I do know that there's a crown that will never fade and that I will get that when I meet the chief shepherd, because if I do life, um, you know, in his honor, I think I'm doing it well that day. You know, in addition to
0: that, you, what you're also doing is that you, you keep, your expectations in the right place so yeah. that you're not looking to your family your children the people around you to meet needs that only god can meet uh, you're looking to the lord to meet those deep-seated emotional needs of affirmation and applause and and recognition and acceptance versus looking at your family and
2: saying yeah. why aren't you noticing what I'm doing for you, Uh, which I did for so many years, you know, I just did that for such a, for so, for so long. And I think this, this quarantine or the pandemic or whatever you want to call it has been a crash course in, you know, a crash course in learning what does work and doesn't work. I just have to constantly, I guess my, my advice in that is that I constantly have to remind myself who I work for constantly. Mm -hmm. Like, am I doing this? for them or am I doing this for him and if I keep my eye on the fact that I'm doing this for him then how they respond really doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah because he sees my heart and so that's what I have to keep here and if I am if I'm doing this for them then that's really seeking dishonest gain because I want that reward but if I'm doing this for him I realize I'm actually not going to get that reward until the until in the end and um and it just kind of keeps me focused like you know, with my mother-in-law, she's kind of in some end stages of life and that's really hard, Man, we've not had to deal with this. Um, but if I can, if I realize that I show up to her apartment and work for him, right. And I want to, I'm going to sweep that floor with it, pr- m- praise music on, like you said, Angie, you know, and, and know that I'm, you know, that, you know what he, w- this is what Jesus would do. If he was here today, he would sweep her floor. That's what he would do. He, you know, he, he is would go to her floor. Door. He is sweeping her floor right through you. So, and I think that, you know, if we can just shift our focus to that, sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes the weight of everything off of our shoulders. It does. He will show us how to live freely and lightly. He does. That's it. That's why that verse triggered that first Peter for me. Cause I'm like, that is, that's it. You know, that's it.
0: So Jennifer, what about you? Um, Ernestine, you look, you have something too. So I definitely want to hear from both of you. (laughs)
3: Um, so, I think for me lately and I think making sure especially like in the midst of being in, you know, a new author and having a new book just in the last few weeks, I'm finding that I could break up and just and just like want to um you know, um Sorry, my daughter interrupted me. So let me start that over again. <laughs> we're in the midst of the middle of redoing hair, and she took her ponytail out. So we have some, we have some work to do. We got red, and, we got red and great extension hair ready to go. I I <laughs> okay. Hello, Charlie, getting your Christmas hair ready. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm doing. every a new sugar ash Christmas. Okay, well, yes, that sounds awesome. Okay. <laughs> She's all excited. It's like a new cooking show. Oh. Um, all right, let me start that over again. So I've been finding in, especially this season right now with being in extra busyness of trying to uh, launch a new book as a new author and everything is new. I'm tempted to wake up and open Facebook and check my messages and my emails and see all the things that are going on while even while I slept. And I'm realizing that I need to Bypass all of that and go straight to my Logos app and open up God's Word and start there every single morning. Yes. Because if I don't, it just all spirals out of control. And I, I used to wake up and read a particular uh, devotional every day, and I felt like the Lord led me away from that. And I'm like, why? And I felt like God was like, because I want to guide your reading. And you're spending so much time reading what other people are writing about my words and I just want you to read my words right now and I thought well that makes a lot of sense actually (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess I will do that and so um you know in my in my book we walk with Jesus through the gospel of Luke a chapter a day from December 1st to the 24th and so I thought the best thing I could do to prepare for that would be to read all the Gospels before Mm -hmm. December 1st as I lead women into this study. And so um, I finished Luke, I finished Mark, and I'm halfway through John. So Matthew might be a speed read on a weekend beforehand, but I I think I'm going to get there. And I'm Mm -hmm. really enjoying just opening God's word and reading until I feel like I'm done for the morning. And it's just been such a wonderful practice and then when i open the email and the face you know and all the social media and all that kind of stuff um i feel a lot more just centered and calm and i feel like touch points like that throughout the day help me as well mm-hmm.
0: for sure. you know there are there have often been times when the lord has called me off of reading anybody else's anything and just to open his word and be in His Word along with Him. So I've gotten gotten into the practice of um, whatever I happen to be reading that day to say, "Okay, Father, I'm in full anticipation of You meeting me here, and just show me what it is that You want me to know about You today." Uh, because yeah, I can I can read someone else's um, interpretation of God, or I can get in His Word and and hear what he, what he um, has to say to me about himself. Mm-hmm. So, so, Ernestine.
3: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> it is
4: absolutely dealing with my thoughts and images that are constantly trying to exalt themselves over the word of God, pulling them down, that battle because as we are dealing with our children, our family life during this pandemic, the enemy is so fierce with planting thoughts and trying to create an image that is a lie. And because sometimes they're planted where you've been hurt or wounded, they can really Mm -hmm. begin to grow. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it is watching those thoughts and taking them captive, again and again and again.
0: Yes, I will. I will say um, that one thing that COVID has done is, is 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 it has decreased the distractions in my life. Um, I've come away from a lot of the things. I I am probably as busy as I've ever been, if not busier just with the book and whatever, but there is such an awareness of the need to spend time with the Lord and to know that again, he is, he is my source. He is my, he is the center of my joy. He is the answer. I, I I like my husband better after I spend time with the Lord. Man. I really like him. go <laughs> no better with the word. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I, I have found that one of the benefits of this season has been this heightened awareness of of God's sovereignty and of my need for him as well. I need Jesus. I I need his direction and I need his leading and I need his touch and I need his word and, and I need his healing and I need his Regulation of my emotions so that I'm not living by my emotions and I'm living by his truth. Instead, I need Jesus and and I'm not ashamed to say it. I I rely heavily and only upon him and I have found that he, he is just a supply. He has a ceaseless supply of his spirit, a ceaseless supply of mercy and grace every single morning it's new i can't exhaust it thank god um yeah. and i just i'm so grateful for his lordship in my life and interestingly enough i have made more connections in this in COVID than i would have had this not happened i've been forced to engage in a different way and just have engaged, instead of the people in my community that I would normally engage with, that has broadened, uh, opened up the door for me to be able to meet Summer and Jennifer and and all of these people all across the world. It's been amazing to me what God has done in this slowdown period. And as crazy as this sound, I mean we we we've suffered loss. We have had family members on both sides of our family uh, succumb to this. Um, but there has been great out of out of this out of the ashes, beauty has definitely come. And and I can see it. I absolutely can see it. Mm-hmm. So ladies, I want to ask you a question. What's your favorite worship song right now? Oh, then, oh, let me say this too. One more thing. So I worship has been a thing. Spending time with the Lord has been a thing. Exercise has not been a thing, Angie. <laughs> Come on now. I need it. I need to. <laughs> it is not, but... <laughs> And, and definitely connection with with women um, like you, like-minded women who really just want to glorify God, who are very real about their struggles and very honest about needing God to overcome them. Uh, yes. That has been amazing as well. Uh, the other thing too is, you know, l- laughing, really making yes. opportunities to, for joy and, and noticing the opportunity and then indulging in it it uh, that that has been um just amazing that has been life-giving as well you know i mean the bible says that a merry heart work good like a medicine it has been medicine to my soul that's for sure absolutely so now i can ask the question what is your favorite what's what's your favorite worship song right now what you're tracking
1: i am listening to right now the uh the blessing by elevation worship and carrie job i believe it is Mm -hmm. and uh that that song to me is just penetrating deep into my soul Mm. and it's 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 written through scripture Mm -hmm. and even for the last two sundays at the end of service instead of praying i recite the song Mm -hmm. to our congregation because i want them to get it you know i want them to just i want that song to penetrate into their spirit and so That song, The Blessing, has just been a blessing to me.
0: What's the scripture reference on that one?
1: It is, uh, let's see, I wrote it down, but it's... uh, I would have to find it, Cheryl. Okay,
0: no problem. So, ladies,
1: because I did write it down.
0: Okay, thank you. So, ladies, um, what are what's what you tracking? What's what's uh, really stirring your heart right now in terms of worship?
3: Kind of happens when you write a Christmas book is that you just start listening to Christmas music. I have been messing around with a Spotify playlist that goes along with the book for a while. And so I've been listening to it a lot. And even just this morning, like listening to Mary, Did You Know? And Oh, Holy Night, and O Come All Ye Faithful. Like, oh. Isn't it amazing I,
0: how those Christmas songs really have a t- I mean, you really can worship with those. I love Oh, Come Let Us Adore
3: Him. I just love yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah and you know this year I've been in and out of Christmas music all year long even in the summertime Mm -hmm. and um and you know I I've always been up until this point a staunch not until after Thanksgiving day but after the last few years especially I felt like I just don't get enough of it in a month and so I think that for me starting like around Halloween is probably the best thing for me to get it all get it all in before
0: (laughs) <laughs> yes. the first the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies, I want to give you all, I'm sorry, Ernestine, you wanted to add something? No? Okay. <laughs> but I wanted to give you all um, an opportunity to um, add any final thoughts. Do you have any? And I'm just gonna call your names out, just go around the circle as I see you on my screen. Um, any final thoughts, any last pieces pieces of advice you wanna give to our listeners? And then, um, and then Summer and Jennifer, I'd like for you all to tell everyone where they can get your books. We're going to make sure that those links are in the description box as well. And Ernestine is going to pray for um, any of our listeners who might be struggling with all that this season has, has brought, um, whether it's loss or... Um, the the feeling of heaviness um, where uh, you know or anyone who might be feeling a little weary right now in in need of relief and and I want to say this before these ladies share it for anyone who's listening because we do have some who is not a stepmom truth has no borders it really does not it is Truth is truth, period. So, stepmom or not, or not anything that you've heard these ladies say, uh, these principles are principles anyone can use. Anyone can use. So, just because you're hearing from stepmoms, don't don't think that um, that these that these things aren't applicable to you. They are. Summer, anything that you would like to share? Any last words of advice?
2: Yeah, I I want to speak into you and Jennifer saying how God kind of called you out from reading other people's, um, words about him to his word, because I recently, um, well, I'm recently doing a study in Genesis and what, um, what I learned, and there's two pastors on this call. So you guys can tell me to like, to zip my mouth if this is just not accurate or like fact check me later. But in, in reading Genesis, what I realized is that God never told Eve I don't see anywhere where God told Eve not to eat the apple. I see where God told Adam. And so what, what my question is, and what I wonder is, is did Eve receive that information from Adam or from God? And how, how easy was it for her to misconcew um, miss that? and be tempted by Satan because he was able to trip her up a little bit more easily because she heard it from Adam versus God. Now, I don't know if that's fact. That's how I've read Genesis in the past few days. And what I, when I went back, because the question was, you know, what did, what did Eve, um, what did Satan say? And then what did God say? And so when I went back to compare the two, like, I really wanted to understand that, like, what did Satan say? How did he trip her up with his words? How did he use God's words and confuse her and make her feel like, you know, God wasn't trustworthy. Well, when I went back, I only saw God's words to Adam. I didn't really see where he spoke those to Eve. So it just made me question like how great it is to receive the words strictly from God versus through a human mouth, because there's so much, um, there's so many, there's so much of a person's story behind that. Right. And we all receive the word of God differently. We all receive the word of God for what is right for us today. And what we are <clears throat> what we're able to understand and receive in our spirits and so I don't know if that's fact I, I would love for somebody to fact check me on that because I've just been wrestling with that but I love that you guys said you know I feel pulled and drawn just to the word and I think that's so important and if we're looking at um, you know how women have received that in the very like our very first sister right our very first sister Eve if she, received, um, if she received God's word from Adam versus from God, how that could be mis- misperceived so much easier and then led to sin, you know? So we wanna make sure we get our truths from him and him alone. And so it's so important to, you know, reference the Bible, read the Bible. And that feels overwhelming. Believe me, I am the first person to tell you I have tabbies on my book and I have to use them. And you can tell me where a book is and I wouldn't be able to tell you, but there's there's a great resource And it, it wiped out every distraction for me, but it's called read the Bible in 90 days. And it's not a pretty cover. God forgive me for whoever wrote that. And like, it just isn't, but I have a cover on my Bible and it's called read the Bible in 90 days. And you literally read 12 pages a day and it cuts out all the distractions because you just don't have time for real housewives of orange County. You just don't have time for it. (laughs) And instead you read your 12 pages it's a lot. And you don't retain all of it at once, but what you do is you read the entire Bible and then you, you just have this new appreciation for who God is and you want to meet him there even more often and, um, and put down the books and I'm an author myself. And there's times that I have to put away everybody else's words because they're not what needs to guide me. Um, and so I don't want to take up a whole ton of time, but I do want to speak into that. And I do think that that is such a God thing to pull us away from distractions even other people's writings like we're not God we can't represent that and except for in ways that he has um, extended our stories to help his bigger one in the process but that's my wrap-up that's what I, I wanted to tell you guys like I love that you both mentioned that and I think um, I would love for Angie and Ernestine, you guys to tell me, nope, she was actually wrong. God spoke to Eve. Like that would be fine too. I'm good with that. But um, I just wonder like, you know, how, if, if that was just like, what was that game where you like whisper in the other person's ear? And by the time it gets to that last person, like it's all jumbled, you know? And I think that's sometimes what happens, like we just mis- miscommunicate and not, not maybe in ways that we, it's intentional, but um, it's so important to read and understand and and um, know that the Bible is not a book, it's a person, right? Like it's not it's not something we read as a set of rules. It's somewhere we go to understand who He was and so that we can shepherd people and um, and ourselves, most importantly
0: first. you know, what, what did Jesus say? You read the scriptures thinking that in them you have life, but they actually point to me who He is okay. like. He is
1: mm-hmm. like, Angie, Amen. any last thoughts? Yes, the- but I do want to give the scripture reference yes. for the blessing yes. worship. The scripture references, numbers six, 25 through 26 and Deuteronomy seven and nine and 28 and six. So that is the scripture reference for that song. Listen to it, you guys, if you haven't heard it, the blessings by Elevation Worship. That's awesome. But what I wanna, uh, I think uh, say is Summer when, in in the beginning, when you had um, commented after Pastor Understein was talking about how her daughters have invited her over and how, you know, to see the blessing from the work when you have bonus children. And a few months ago, I used to journal a lot And especially when my uh, bonus child came to live with us, I would journal and I would just be like writing like, Lord, Jesus, help me. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know what to do. Why did you put me in this situation? You know, just journal, journal, journal. And a lot of things that I journaled, I, I sat down, I found my journals about a month ago or so, and I began to weep. Because God had brought me out of that. And on the other side, there is joy. You know, you go through every day just trying to figure out and ask God and work through um, all the situations that you go through when you're raising children, period. Mm-hmm. And uh especially a bonus child. And I, I wanna just encourage you, Summer, Jennifer, and all the ones that's gonna be listening that there is joy on the other side. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing what it is that God has told you to do and do it in love. Mm -hmm. And and you will see the outcome, just like Pastor Ernestine said, how her children invited her over. My my bonus child was over for my birthday. They cooked dinner, her and my two children cooked dinner for my birthday. And just Mm -hmm. to come together and be able to smile, and, and have a good time with one another It's just amazing because you don't see it when you're in the thick of stuff, you know, but it's amazing. And so I just want to keep it. I want to encourage you and all the rest of the bonus uh, mothers and stepmoms or uh, just to keep doing it for God. Keep loving them. You will see it on the other side. Be not weary mm-hmm. in due season. You will reap if you faint
0: not. right? So yeah. I, I will tell you, I um I had a conversation, so I had to interview all the kids for um, the stepmom sanity platform, and I inter- interviewed them individually. But my bonus children all said the same thing: um, that they they knew they knew that I loved them, that um, I was a safe place for them, for each of them. That um, I, I'm just trying to like sum it up that that, um, you know, I was the, one of them said, you know, you're just the sweetness in our family kind of thing. Not often do we get to hear that our labor wasn't in vain. um, But sometimes, sometimes God does say, I just want you to know, I want to encourage you in your journey and want you to know that everything that you did and that you're doing for my glory that it is working for your good and it is noticed and and it is appreciated so thank you for that angie because he does he does bless us every now and again with yes i I just want you to know yes Yes. yeah just want you to know ernestine anything you'd like to add what a blessing this has been to be
4: with you beautiful women of god um what a close to my day my day was a rough day and the lord saved this blessing for the mm-hmm. end thank you
0: you are so welcome you're so welcome jennifer anything you want to share with the ladies who might be listening and then and then i'd like for you as summer to tell people where they can uh, purchase your books go ahead jennifer
3: well you know i'm gonna um something very similar to angela which is to cry out to the lord because but do so in a way that it's the lord hearing you and it is not the children around you hearing negative words about themselves Mm -hmm. their bio parents their other siblings things like that um i think it's really important to make sure that when you're, when you're in the thick of it, and when you're really frustrated that you are crying out to the Lord and not to other people in earshot of your children. I think that's really important and it helps build trust and it helps build um, more stability in your family. And the more they see you being kind and generous and loving towards, um, towards their, their other the biological parent on the other side, the more they're, they're going to just really have greater affection for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just yesterday, I was talking to my bonus daughter about she's an adult, she's in her early 30s, about being on this podcast, a few weeks ago, and then I get to do it again. And she and I started reminiscing about what it was like in the beginning and we were both like oh man we just did not have this down so we talked about how often we deposited love with each other Mm -hmm. and that over time that just grew and grew and grew and now we have this wonderful harmonious relationship and um so there is this great amount immense joy on the other side it is so wonderful um but it does take work to get there Mm -hmm. um but, you know, the Lord is willing to supply his wisdom, his strength, his energy, um, and his love even to you. But you just have to ask. Yeah,
0: I would say God's grace is available to do in and through us what we can't do on our own. We can't mm-hmm. do this on our own, but God can and yeah. he does. Yeah. And yes. thank God he it has got it working in us giving us the desire to please him and the ability to please him. We do not have to do this on our on our own. Um, I don't have to rely on my own wisdom, on my own strength, on my own energy, on my own love, just don't have to at all. And that brings great relief as well because I don't have it. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have it together, but God does. And every time we go to him for wisdom and ask, he does not laugh at us. He just gives it liberally. Do this, do that, love this way, say this way. Don't say that. <laughs> he just gives it liberally. So um, Jennifer, can you tell us where we can get your book? And then Summer, can you tell us where we can get yours? You're on mute, Jennifer.
3: <laughs> I had a kid walk in and I thought, oh, whoops, but she just sat down. Now she's out again. Okay. Okay. Um, you can find my book counting up the Christmas 24 gifts from the gospel of Luke on Amazon. And you can find some extra freebies like the Spotify pit playlist. And um, if you subscribe to the blog, there's a recipe book that walks through all the recipes that I mentioned in the book, as well as a few others and little tidbits about our staycation and some of our other family traditions at, um, www.jenniferlwood.com
2: In summer oh it's my turn okay um i'm also on amazon but if you visit my website at www.blendedbookco.com there's a link there for the workbook and um all the stuff that we've got going on we have groups um in person and online that go on all the time um Yeah, that's where you find me on that website, www.blendedbookco.com.
0: And Ernestine, if you would do us the great privilege of praying for our listeners, um, we would greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus, we thank you for this gift
4: that you have given to those families and stepmoms that might be needing help, Lord. Lord, we pray that as they hear the words, that they are hearing those words coming from you, that you will bring peace and rest into those families and those homes, those mothers that feel like, Lord, what am I gonna do in this situation? Right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for the comfort. As they listen, as every listener hears, they will feel the comfort of God Almighty. Let your Holy Spirit saturate every voice as it comes through to give comfort and rest and peace knowing all things work together for the good to them that love you, to them that are called according to your purpose. Lord, we pray that every stepmom would allow the love of God to flow through them to heal the children, the families, parents in such a way that you will be glorified and thy kingdom will be advanced. We glorify you. We magnify you. We lift up your great high and holy name, Lord. And we thank you for these women. Thank you for Cheryl. Thank you for using her On every turn, God, you continue to pour through her. Bless these women, Lord, especially during this holiday. Do something so huge and so big through them. They will be sure it is from you. We honor you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for joining us as well. Join us again in two weeks when we will talk about, well, I don't have any idea what we're going to talk about, but <laughs> join us in two weeks. I promise you'll enjoy it. Until then, keep step-momming in grace. Thank you again for being with us today. If this podcast has blessed you, don't miss another one. Take a moment to hit that subscribe button. Also, share this podcast with a stepmom needing encouragement. Join us on the journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stepmom Sanity. And don't forget, there's hope for stepmoms who are there, wherever you're there there is, from stepmoms who've been there at stepmomsanity.com. We believe in you, sis, and we're here to bless you with what you need to flourish in your God-given role. Until next time, hugs and prayers.